amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. This is your girl, Shay Don with Fly Conversations with Shay jo- Don. Excuse me. I'm a little nervous about tonight's episode, um, but I'm actually, I'm, I, I, I think I'm okay, though. I think I can, can, can come through it all right. Um, so tonight's show um, is pretty much just airing out where I stand in relationships currently it's airing out my my relationships that I've endured, things of that nature, um, and also to help us understand why I decided to do the Relationship Symposium. Um, I can actually probably start there. I decided that I wanted to do the Relationship Symposium because in sitting down and talking with, you know, some of your homegirls or having conversations with some guys and you listen to people talk about the things that relationships are currently doing to them. You listen to them talk about, you know, the dating scene and, and how stressful and how time consuming and just all the, the things that annoy people. You hear these kinds of conversations. Now, the thing is, um, after having those conversations, it dawned on me, like, hold on, I'm hearing men talk about some of the same stuff the women are saying, but I don't think anyone knows that they're kind of facing some of the same issues. And if they're facing the same issues, then there is a deeper problem somewhere that we need to touch on. So I thought that it would be a great, great idea if, in fact, we could get some men and women to come together, sit down, and let's talk about it. What are we seeing? What are the men experiencing? What are the women experiencing? Are there similarities? You know, are there things that we could probably both brush up on or or learn from each other about what we're looking for and when we're dating, how we should behave or carry ourselves when we're dating? And I decided that the symposium was something we should do. Um, and our first symposium was February 11th and it was absolutely wonderful. We covered it, uh, touched actually, cause I can't say we covered it cause we still have more to talk about in those certain areas, but we did touch on mental health. We touched on sex. We touched on just simple communication. We touched on understanding what dating actually is, understanding the fun that's been re- removed from dating. We touched on 
even how the church and our culture impacts relationships and dating and the pressures that we feel just from even trying to have a date in itself because of the pressures of society, because of the things that people watch and see on social media, all of these things came out during the original symposium on February 11th. And because we were only able to touch the surface and not able to get deeper into the conversation um, at the request of the attendees, the plant panelists, I decided let's go ahead then. Let's do a, a part two. Let's d- deep dive some more. Let's go a little bit more because at the end of the day, there are some of us that want a healthy, meaningful relationship. There are some of us that want to have these things with someone, but it's so hard to have these things with the way the dating and relationship scene is today, or at least it seems hard and it shouldn't be hard. So um, what I wanted to do tonight, um, aside from, you know, explain that and, and, and handle all of that, I want to kind of just be open and transparent about my experiences with relationships and 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 how it even correlates to the conversations that led to the to the relationship symposium, um, and a lot of things that I've learned about relationships, about myself, about myself in relationships, about just people in general, things as a whole. So I guess if I'm going to go ahead and get started, I let me start um, start here. So uh, with my last relationship. Um, and, and I don't know that I would call actually the last two. I don't know that I would call them relationships because they didn't last that long. Neither one of them were last six months. Um, one thing I will say, it takes me a little bit because, see, I don't want to go too fast and jump off into a portion that I might need to save for later, but I'll just touch briefly in it right here. Um, it, it may take me a little while because I have a savior complex, but, once I get past that, it doesn't take me long to walk away. And I don't mind walking away from anyone that is not good for me, that is not good for my energy, that doesn't feel right for my growth. Um, so with this last one, it, like I said, it didn't last long, a couple months. Um, I, 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 you know, it was, I asked a question on Facebook um, yesterday um, about if a man ghosted you at one point for any reason, would you allow him back in your world? And I ask that when I post questions and ask questions, I don't just simply do it based on let's just have a conversation. Nine times out of 10, it's based on an experience of my own, something I've dealt with, something that I want to get other opinions on. Because at the end of the day, I'm still here to grow. That's the way I see this. Whatever job I'm here to do, I'm going to do that, but I'm still growing. So someone else's opinion, yeah, I may, you know, let me, let's see what they, how they think and how they feel. And, and in those, some of those responses, you know, there were quite a few absolutely nots. There were some that have and said would never do it again. There were some that have and honestly don't know if they do it again because of how that one, the second time around ended on a good note. Um, They got closure from the first one. Um, But so this last relationship I had was a taking one of those situations, taking, letting them back into your world after they ghosted you the first time. Now, the the reason that he stated that he ghosted me to 
to bring it all in, to, to make it short, is because generally he felt that I was too good for him and the world that he was living. Um, we dated for a couple months, like 15, 16, 17 years ago. And one day he just disappeared. No calls, no nothing. Um, I actually was kind of worried because at that time, yes, I do know that he did, he was into selling drugs. He was, you know, in the streets. I, I know all of that information. Um, however, wasn't sure, you know, for me at the age I was, I was in my early 20s, 21, I, that, none of that made a difference to me. I've never been um, that kind of person to even care about that. I liked him for him. And I knew that world in, but he disappeared. I just automatically assumed that it was something might have happened to him. Did he get it? You know, did he get into trouble? Did he um, you know what happened, what went on with him. So that was really more of my mindset. So when we got back in touch, you know, his reply was pretty much, like I said, he felt he was too good. He felt that um, he didn't want to bring me into the lifestyle that he had. He didn't want to bring me on um, in his life the way it was. So I'm thinking that was the admirable trade. He changed at this moment. So now that he's changed, okay, let's go ahead and, you know, I can I can give him a second try. So my question of a man back into your life after he's ghosted, that was based on my experience. Yes, I accepted him back. Now, when I accepted him back, I accepted him back and found a buttload of baggage, a buttload of drama. Um, and I touched on this a little bit earlier about me having a savior complex and a, and a healer. And one thing I've learned about myself, um, and I rarely say this, I am, I, I am a healer. I have the, 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 I'm growing in that, that area of, of my, of my spiritual life. I'm growing in there. And I've found this out because I seem to always attract men that need some form of healing, some form of, of, you know, of, of healing in, in their life, their life in general, in their love life and the life of their children, whatever it is, they need some form of healing. So I allowed this man to come back into my world with all of the drama, all of the baggage she had thinking, okay, just maybe I'm, and I've said this, those words to him. I may not be here to stay. I just may be here to help you get through some point or phase in your life. And Needless to say, um, I'm not honestly sure if I did help or not, um, but I'll tell you, I learned a lot in that situation. I learned a lot about myself in that situation. I've learned a lot about better conducting myself in those types of situations. I've learned, um, and like I said, in the past couple, two relationships, I've learned that I cannot save everybody. Everybody is not meant for me to save. Everybody is not meant for me to heal. I might just be meant to till the ground, so to break up what's currently there so that someone else can come, and then they can go in and do what needs to be done. That may, It may not be my job to get them all the way there, but to plant the seed and get it started, that may be my job. So now that's that one. Um, like I said, it was a lot going on, a lot of drama with that. So the one prior to that, um, 
initially, you know, it wasn't a lot of drama. They, you know, they had everything. They were straight, just retired from the Navy. They were good to go, you know, nothing. But as time went on, I began to notice little things here, things there, things here, things there. Now, granted, again, I have a savior complex. So where someone says, oh, well, you start to see those little flags, you should have ran. Yeah. However, because my mindset is always to help save, help do, help protect, to help, whatever this case may be, it takes me a little bit longer to get to that point because I see the flags. But at the end of the day, I also see the heart. I see, I actually see the person that I believe that they're, that they're, they can be because I can see that other side, but they need to get past this. So I always feel like I had to be the one to get them to that point. Um, but I started to notice the lies. I started to notice the sneakiness. I started to notice the, even just the way they were treating the children, which now for me, that's, that was a major, major turnoff. You treat your children some kind of way. I can't, we cannot, we we can't, we just cannot keep going. I don't even want to be your friend because that's an extension of you. And for you to treat them like that, yes, of course you don't love you, but to do that to them, you don't love them. You You just, you're just an awful human being to me. That's just how I see it. And not saying that that's the truth. This is just my opinion of it. Um, so even in that one, you know, there was the healing that I felt needed to take place because they had a whole issue with their mother. The mother put them out when they were 16 because they wore their stepfather's socks to school. Now, at least this is a story that they were told, they told to me. So knowing that, here's my mind that says, okay, they don't really understand what it is to love. They have a hard time trusting anyone because if this woman that gave birth to me could do this to me, anybody will turn their back on me and mess me up. So I, here I am thinking maybe I am intended to help them understand that everybody's not going to do you that way. There are going to be some women you can trust. So that was that was that one. Um now the struggle with the, this last one, one of his things was he's never, he's never felt like he's actually been loved. Um, so he, again, here I am, savior complex. Is maybe that's why I'm here, just to let him feel what it feels like for somebody to genuinely love you, not want anything from you, not want you to to do anything, just to show you, hey, I love you, and this is what love is. This is how love cares. This is how love, you know, gives. This is this is love. When I look back at those, um, and I, I took a step back and paid attention to them, I began to really understand a lot about myself. Like I said, one, I have this savior complex because I know I am a healer, and I always seem to attract men that have something that they need healing from or they need help to grow with. Um, that's one. Two, I've learned that I've and and I hate to almost say it, but if I'm being honest and transparent, I have dummied myself down to make these men feel better. Um, I would, you know, ask questions and try to make, you know, boost them and get their answers. And, and things, honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all, things that I, I nine times out of ten already knew the answer to, that there were some things, yes, they absolutely you know, open my eyes to, but to, in order to make them, them feel needed, I, these were things I did. I, I played down 
a, you know, not a whole lot now because after a while it'll, it'll snap and, and all, you know, everything can come out. Anybody knows me knows that that flip side will snap and I, I can't hide it. But it it played in myself down. I dummied down just slightly just so they could feel needed, just so they could feel that, oh, yeah, you know, she needs to learn these things from me. Um, so I, I would do those kinds of things. I've learned that. <laughs> and I think this is probably the first time I've actually gone to say this out loud, maybe the last time. I don't know. Um, I've learned that because I felt that I seriously just wanted to be in a relationship. I wanted to love somebody because, see, most people say I want somebody to love me. But for me, it was more of I want to give this love. And it's a different love than you give your children or you give your family. But I wanted to give this love to somebody and have it come back. And at those moments, I felt these this is this is the love I can get. You know, I can this might be my chance to actually love somebody and then receive it for that and give it back. So I had to learn those things about myself and those relationships. And one interesting thing I did here lately, about a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I actually sat down and I wrote the last took the last two relationships and I wrote the similarities of these men. How similar were they? Um and if I can tell y'all, I almost cried because it was, in essence, almost the exact same man. Um, I mean, the 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 similarities were ridiculous. I mean, it just it blew my mind when I sat down and wrote about it. I mean, these men were similar in everything from them professing their love to me like so soon and so just so open about it and just want to tell everybody and want to make it seen want to you know one of them both of them actually talked to my parents oh that's my wife that's my I mean things things like that even to the fact of their children and how they treated their children both of them um had children of their own but both of them had a child that they didn't think was theirs both of them, and it's actually so funny because one was a set of girls, the other was a set of boys, told the one that they know for a fact is theirs. So the child that they know is biologically theirs for real, for real, that they have no question about. They both told that child that they do not believe that the other child was theirs. And as I began to pay attention to these things, it blew my mind because I'm like, what was I doing? Like, how did you make that happen to where you you had two two different men um well they're about close to the same age forty seven and forty eight but almost the exact same man almost the exact same i mean when I tell y'all it it's right now thinking about it it's so eerie it's so eerie both of them always stressed out both of them always talking about money both of them always felt that oh my kids only call me when they need money my kids only see me as money I mean the same words and thinking about it like it's so it's it's so crazy to me and I'm like well what was wrong what was what how did I do that how did I get to that and I posted today does anybody know what a karmic relationship is because when I started to do relationship, uh, uh, start to do some research, I was trying to figure out like how 
in the world did this happen? How did I get two of the same men? How did that happen? Started doing research on different types of relationships and spiritual connections and bonds and soulmates and soul ties and all of that stuff. And karmic relationships popped out to me. And here's what I found out. Karmic relationships. Um, is when you kind of seek out relationships that remind us of the ones that disappointed us and we try it for a second chance. Meaning where the the first guy, it ended it ended awful. It ended awful. Um it, it, it yeah, it just it did not end good at all. Like at all at all. Um and that was that. And it's so while that one ended you know, when I met this second, it was almost as if my spirit had pulled to meet to this other guy because in my subconscious, it was a point, a part of me that that didn't end well. I didn't get to end that the way that I think it should have ended. While I did end it, it shouldn't have ended that way. So my subconscious says I need a redo. I need to redo that so that I can end that the way I, I want to end that. So I can make this go the way that I want it to go. So what it is, now you drag that karma with you, drag that that energy with me, and I had it with me when I linked back up with this last one. And now here I am, and, and oh my God, in the same exact situation, the same exact issues, the same exact, I mean, maybe not the same exact issues, but they, they were not, They when I tell you they were so, oh my God, just like two mirrors, a mirror of of just the same thing. When I get to that point, now it's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. This isn't right. So now my energy has pulled, like I said, this second man that is the exact same as the first, the exact same. And it's crazy because I sat and I wondered like how many times have we dealt with karmic relationships and had no idea these and and we think you know okay well it's just hard to find somebody it's just this no it's really you and the energy because you haven't fully released all of the karma all of the energy all of the vibrations from that initial first one you haven't released that in order to move past and get to the next one that may that that may be your soulmate that may connection that you've been looking for because you can't get past this you can't release this part you and and you don't and and honestly I had no idea that it was happening I had no idea this is things that happen in your mind that you don't know is going on things that are happening in your spirit you have no ideas going on and it's just like the old saying you'll continue to repeat the same pattern or continue to repeat the lesson until you've learned it and until I've learned it I I was doomed to continue to repeat the same situation over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And so I had to, like I said, I had to be real with myself and face grips about what was going on in me. What was I, what energy was I carrying that, that first of all, attracted this type of man to start with? This type of man to start with. See, sometimes I think we can get to a moment where we feel we know what we want, we know what we need, and I, I don't think we absolutely get down to 
the root of it. On this, we might scratch the surface. Oh, this is the kind of man I want. I want a man that knows, you know, how to do, how to, how to make money. I want a man that knows how to take care of his family. I want a man, you know, that knows how to to show me that he's that's affectionate and these things. And we don't get down to 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 the deepest parts of it. We don't get down to I want a man that knows how to be honest with his children and not lie to his children. I want a man that knows there's some things that you just don't need to tell your kids. If you got two kids here and both of them call you daddy, both of them believe you're daddy, the uh, one does not need to know that the uh, you don't believe the other is yours. That that doesn't need to be. These are things that should not have to be said. I need, you know, we need to get down to a man that is financially sound, that not only does he know how to make money, but also knows how to budget, knows how to make the right decisions as far as spending. I mean, because for me, honestly, I'm working on my budgeting and saving and, 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 and investing and having money grow here. So for me, um, in the last relationship, that was one of the things, and, and, and it kind of, I was taken aback and just kind of turned off about it. You have other things going on. When I talk to you, you're stressed about bills. You're stressed about, you know, I've got the two girls here that I got to take care of and all of these things. You can't, you got to get tire, new tires for your vehicle. You got to get an oil change, all of this, but yet none of that you take care of, but you struggle and run yourself crazy to get a big screen TV to mount on your wall for the living room. Why was that important when everybody has TVs in their room? Things like that click to me. Okay, you're not, you're not, not wise in spending. Now, yes, somebody says, okay, well, maybe that's how you could come in and you could help. Yes, that is a possibility. And when you attempt to give those words of help and you see how they shut you down, you see that that's not the kind of person that's going to help them in that area. Because that's the way they feel about it. That's the way they've always been. And this is how they've always lived life. And this is what they think is the way it should be. And those things, yes, for me, that's a huge turnoff. And, you know, I had to, to, to take a step back, honestly. I te- like I said, after I wrote down these two, I took a step back. And I had to come to grips with me. And I had to be honest with me. And I had to apologize again to me for being a little slower in learning the lesson and getting what I should have gotten and what I should have understood of it. I should have understood that when I saw those warning signs, that was God's way of telling me, you are not meant to help this one. You might've helped them with this small fraction, but your your time of helping is over. You're done here. Now, one thing about it, I, I, um, um, and, Every relationship I've been in, and I have to thank God for this, I've always had dreams to show me where it was going. So it's not that it was something new um, or, or anything like that. And so when it's time for it to be over, to be honest, if like this last one, if I was upset for all of an hour afterwards, that might have been it. Um, and it wasn't even upset about them. It was upset about me and, and the question I asked then. And as I think about it now, I asked that question at that moment. And then the answer came later. The question I asked, what am I doing wrong? Where am I going wrong? Because I can, I can never put the blame on somebody else. Because at the end of the day, I, I say this to a lot of people, there's only one common factor in all of that that's happening. That one factor is you. That one factor was me. These were two different men, 
although they were the same, but they were two different men that didn't know each other, knew nothing of each other. Yet, they were the same, and I'm in the same position. So I have to look at me. I have to determine what's going on with me. What am I doing wrong? Where am I going wrong? What am I not seeing? What am I not paying attention to? So I had to learn that when those signs really start coming, pay listen to your dreams, God is telling me, yeah, you might plant a seed here, but this is not going to go far. This is going to go here. So don't get too intertangled. Don't get too entwined with this. Don't get too far with this. Um, my big sister, uh, Valencia, Queen Valencia, would tell me um, one time, and, she, and, and, I, and I say this to people, I repeat this to people all the time, if you take a look at this man and if you're fine with your son, especially because I have a son, if you're fine with your son growing, then go with it. And as I took a step back and actually began to think about those things and pay attention to that, um, I, I mean, I'll be, you know, like I said, I'm going to be honest and real. This last one, um, actually both of them, though, I, I didn't want my child to be like either one of them. But particularly this last one I had to pay attention to because they not only had children of their own, they also had an effect on lives of children of women that they've dealt with. And when I thought about it, listening to the stories and the things that you're telling me that's going on with the other children and, and all of this stuff. And I thought to myself, Hmm, do I really want your hand in my child's life? Knowing that your own children or children that you've had any impact or any time in their life, they're not really doing what it is that I want my baby to do when he grows up. None of them have gone to college, none of them. And it's not to say that they're bad children, but at the end of the day, I have to look at what impact you have on these children's lives. I have to look at what, how did you affect their lives? And is that the effect I want to have on my son's life? Is that what I want for him? I want a man with a business mind that's going to sit him down and teach him business, that's going to help me teach him business because that's what I'm doing, teach him business, teach him strategy, teach him how to carry himself like a man, teach him how to walk into a boardroom and command it if he needs to, not teach him how to smoke weed, teach him how to, to, to drink and teach him how to make babies and all other. That's not what I want. That was not what I want. So I, I had to, when I took a step back and paid attention to these things, all I could say was thank you. I had to thank God that I was able to get to that point to see it before I allowed it to go any further. And let's see, I have a question. Let's see here. Hello. Is that me? That is you. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Queen Shannon. Hey, hey I am Queen. Uh, in, enjoying the uh, show and ready to uh you know, at the same time, you know, big sister status. But, yes, you know, when you said my name, I'm sorry. When when you said my name, I had to go ahead and press one on that. Um, on that advice, which has mm-hmm. served well. And I think if more women and, and men, honestly, kind of look at things from that perspective, like, okay, if my daughter grows up to be this woman I'm dating, am I okay with that? Right. If my son grows up to be just like, not, we're not talking about the potential you see in that person. We're talking about who that person is right at that moment. Am mm-hmm. I okay with that? And following that frame of mind is 
why, you know, I'm happily married now. And, um, you know, because when I didn't, that's, that's a whole other thing. But following that frame of mind, I looked at who, who my husband is, was at the moment I met him. And did he have the qualities I wanted my son to, to adopt and display, you know? And mm-hmm. he, he did, you know? So I think if more of us just kind of take that mentality, because you exactly. everything, whether, whether, whether we think they do or not, they mm-hmm. see and feel everything. So this is um, true. that's my um, two cents. And arranged marriage by Valencia dot com. Um, yeah, really, with the shameless plug, really. <laughs> that's that's a that's a the formal process for for uh, dating Queen Queen Shannon because she does have a very uh, protective group of queens that love her and behind her and only want the best for her, and so. Um, that's something to consider too as when we get in relationships both both aspects not saying you know we're going to be sitting around double dating or powwowing but right you know right that's so that's my five cents and and great show classes always in session look i was like uh, i ain't some of this stuff i ain't know we're gonna have to have after the show talk oh lord i'm so not ready <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but all right, but thank you so much for your comments, ma'am. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yay. Talk to you Yay. soon. Yes, ma'am. Thank okay. you. So, yeah, so that is, honestly, that's like some of the best advice. Um, yeah, and, and it has worked. Like I said, I had to take a moment and look back. And I could all I could do was just thank God because they – they're definitely not who I would have envisioned for my child. Um, while that, like I said, it's, and it's not to say that they're awful people. No, it's not that. It is what it it is just is what it is. They were just not the people for me. They were just not the ones that 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 I needed um, to 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 carry to be with the next level. I mean, to at the end of the day important to me because one thing about me if I'm rocking with you whether we in a relationship friendship sistership family whatever if I rock with you like that and I support you I support you to the fallout I do whatever I can if I can't do it I can't do it and honestly that hurt me but I support you so to have someone support me as well means a lot to me. That means a whole lot to me. That that's important for me. And it's not to say that you support me doesn't mean that that they have to be to every event, but to at least I know they're in my corner rooting for me. And to know that when I did the relation, the first relationship symposium, um, that the last one told me flat out it's not going to do any good. And it wasn't. And, and it wasn't encouraging, but, the, you know, and their whole attitude was it's not going to do any good because, you know, people just don't want to change because people are this, because people are that. Now, mind you, this is all coming from a bitter place because of the things that their ex-wife, wife, whatever you want to call her, I don't know, um, whatever she had done to them. Um, so now you're in a bitter place to where other people trying to get 
a healthy relationship, want to talk about having healthy relationships, and now you're bitter, so you tell me that this isn't going to work. It's not, not going to change anything. Now, me, everybody that knows me, as soon as you tell me it's not going to work or I shouldn't do it or I can't do it, I got to go do it. I mean, that's that's just the fact of it. I have to do it. I have to. And it's not about proving you wrong or whatever. I have to do it because if it's not going to work, then let me see it for myself. If it doesn't work, let me see it for myself. If it doesn't help somebody, help, let me see it for myself. And then the fact that after the relationship symposium, I did get report back um, from one young lady, and she told me she actually went home and sat down with her son's father, and they had a long, open, honest conversation. And she said it felt so good to actually be able to be that open and honest and just naked with somebody, not physically naked, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally naked with someone. That was freedom to her. That was drop chains for her. That was burdens off of her. That was just life for her. So even if it doesn't help anybody else, it helped her. It helped her. And to be honest, it helps me because it helps me. It caused me to then examine things that I was experiencing. It was causing me to to look at, you know, what's going on in me, what's happening in me. And yeah, we discussed mental mental issues, and 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 it made me even think about some of the, the the men and some of their their mental blocks, their mental blocks. It made me think of even how little to them talk about the women they've dealt with, the women they've dealt with, and I and 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 call me what you want. I'm gonna just say it like this: when I think about the women that they told me that they've dealt with, and to me. I actually sat one day and looked at them talking to me while I'm in my car. They're telling me about this of this what are their other exes, and I'm thinking to myself like, "Yeah, I'm so not your caliber of woman." Because what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna fight you in the streets. I'm not gonna uh, 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 steal from you. I'm I'm not doing any of that. But yet you love that kind of woman because that makes you think she loves you. I'm not that. If that's what you need to think you you be in love. Yeah, you're still delusional, and I'm not that chick. I won't do that. I'm not biting you. I'm not. No, no, sir. That's not who I am. And I had, and so the relationship symposium actually helps me to open my eyes a little bit more concerning me and concerning who I am, concerning the goddess, the queendom that resides within me to understand. Okay, yeah, I can help. I will help you as far as I'm going to help you. But at the end of the day. Please understand for show for show that I'm not that, that I'm not going to do all of those other things. You're either going to understand and accept this love the way I have it to give or not at no, or, or not at all. That's just how that's going to go. And so, you know, I've learned so much about me. I've learned so, so much about me. So in healing from these karmic relationships after I've discovered that that's what they were, so now I'm I'm still healing through them. I'm still working through them. And it's not, you know, a, a extra painful healing on this one, which is a blessing, but it is a healing that says, okay, pay attention more. Understand yourself more. Do you have to, to because it kind of coincides with that whole, I need closure, I need closure. And what happens is until you get that closure, you're going to continue to attract the same type of energy because you felt like you didn't get closure. But in essence, do you really need closure? Do you really need to talk to this guy or see this man or woman again to 
to to give you know to 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 make yourself feel comfortable, make yourself feel like okay, now I can let it go. Because at the end of the day, you may not ever get that closure. But what you have to do is you have to get that closure with yourself. Be comfortable within you. Know what you want and what you will not allow, what you will not settle for. You have to know that you have to dig deep into that part until you get your closure. Because when I took a moment and stepped back and thought about it, I said, I know for a fact I was good to those two. I know for a fact that <laughs> real talk, they they have never had a woman like me. And I can venture to say they probably won't again unless they completely heal and find some and, and find someone that once they've completely healed. But I know for a fact. I mean, to be honest, y'all, my own father told me at one point, he's like, You just do so much. You might do too much. People that don't even appreciate it, that don't even see what they have in their face that don't understand what you bring. So my own father had to tell me like, hey, stop giving them that because they don't deserve that. Don't do that for them because they don't deserve that. So do I Do I question at all how good I was to them? No, nah, that's my closure right there. My closure says I was good to y'all. Y'all, got, <laughs> y'all had prime rib over here, grade A, right up all up and through here, all up and through here. And you didn't know how to use it because you were always used to process meat. You were used to process meat and call it what you want. Did she call other women processed meat? I, they wasn't me. They were processed meat. These women that were taking you through the ringers, they were processed meat. But at the same time, it was processed meat because he was processed meat. And I shouldn't have been dealing with processed meat. I should have been dealing with prime, grade A myself with some prime, prime uh, uh, real estate. So, yeah, I learned that I, I I settled for less thinking and seeing that, oh, I can help them and this is the person they could be. So I accepted that. And, oh, I could, oh, they need help. They need healing. Let me try to heal them. So I accepted them. They have to want to heal. And then in this world that you can do to heal somebody that does not want to be healed. There's nothing I could say. There's no way I could change anything in them if they don't want to be healed. And it's not even about me changing anything in them. I just, and I've said this to them, I just want them to be happy. And even right now, hands down, if if I've ever told anybody I love them, I love them. I still care about them, but here's where we're at now. When they cross my mind, I'm praying. That's it. I've got, I got nothing else for you. No, I'm not reaching out to see how you, I don't really, I, I don't really have the, the energy for that. I don't have the energy for that. But when I think, I will pray. This is where I am now. Because see, the old me, I would have probably reached out, hey, you just crossed my mind, are you okay? Eh, we're not there now. We pray and we keep it moving. So yeah, I'm healing from those karmic relationships and understanding that even men that try to talk to me now, this is where, I'm laying it on the table, this is where I am right now. This is what I will accept and what I won't accept. If you if you ready to rock, when you come back at me again, then you make that known. But in the meantime, my focus right now is on myself and my child. I don't have time for all the other sideways stuff. I don't have the time, the patience, or even the energy to give it. Pretty much my spiel on um, being transparent and what I've learned no, I'm not 
you know, perfect. I'm not, you know, you know, just some people, because a lot of women don't like to sit down and actually talk about the stuff. Everybody wants to look like I was this strong woman. Oh, I was strong, baby, because can't no man do this. No, no, I'm not going to fake jacks and act like that. Yeah, I'm a strong woman, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there was that part of me that wanted more. There was a part of me that wanted more. So that was, you know, that was my spiel on that. Um, Relationship Symposium, May 11th, 2019. Hit me up for information. You can follow me on Facebook at Fly Conversations with Shadon, the uh, page, or Shannon Shadon Ward on Facebook, May 11th, 2019, Relationship Symposium Part 2, y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining, for listening. I love y'all to life. And until next time, y'all be blessed. God bless you. Later. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.